0: Good morning, everyone, my friends, uh, 2022, and things have changed, and some things have not changed, and uh, uh, my friends, this morning, it's been kind of uh, busy, Um, I worried about you guys because the parking lot only got half plowed, (laughs) for whatever that reason may be, and the snow that's there is kind of icy and wet now, and I saw people doing what I call the Yoda walk, (laughs) even I was doing that. My friends, uh, uh, I watch the news reports, some things different, some things not different. And uh, my friends, um, as I look at uh, the the epiphany celebration we have now, our first reading from Isaiah, the prophet uh, cheers up the exiles uh, who returned from Babylon with a vision of a restored city and a restored time, and the prophecy is fulfilled in Christ, and Um, And in the New Israel, uh, which we would understand from the Christian perspective, is the church. And uh, our second reading, uh, Paul speaking to the Ephesians, the reading expresses the meaning of the feast that we celebrate today. Uh, God invites Jews and Gentiles, Gentiles represent all peoples, uh, to share in the salvation he offers through his Son. And uh, in our gospel, we hear about people who come from a far country to do adoration to Christ uh, foreshadowing in part uh, the fate of the good news of salvation and God revealed himself uh, to the leaders through scripture and to the Gentiles uh, by other means and um, the paradox being that the Jews had had the scripture and reject to find the newborn king and um, do him homage and my friends um, Matthew's um, Gospel um, about the visitors to the baby Jesus is layered with so much meaning, um, and so much has to be unpacked. And uh, there it is, ten pages. (laughs) If I talk slow enough, maybe more of the snow will melt. Uh, And my friends, there are definitely different approaches to the practical and theological meaning of this account, and. Uh, my homily offers one possible uh, way of understanding. For sure, we are all uh, to understand the journey of the Magi's was bold and courageous and risky, as we heard. And uh, But it was also wonder-filled for them, and uh, it certainly was, from what we read, not an easy journey. Uh, they encountered difficulties, uh, both from external things, uh, dangers on the road, uh, inclement weather conditions for their time, uh, traveling with camels probably wasn't that easy uh, for them because they're stubborn beasts. And, um, but there were also the internal things, uh, moments of doubt and uh, perhaps confusion. And uh, there must have been moments when they must have wondered if they were wasting their time. And uh, in spite of all these challenges and difficulties and dangers, they persevered in this journey and we should remember that they were rewarded when they finally found Christ. And uh, although the Magi are initially guided by a heavenly light, remember they, uh, the scriptures, there's little details in Matthew's gospel that are just amazing, um, that they saw it at its rising, and uh, it was a strange star. And uh, they needed assistance from that point on. Um, however important uh, that they are guided by the scriptures of the Jewish people, Uh, Matthew will be very clear about pointing that out, that these Gentiles, uh, they're wise men, uh, the translations are always different. I don't know that they were kings. That's how sometimes we translate it in English. Um, They would probably be more because of their... uh, They seem to be knowledgeable about the skies, so they're probably astronomers, wise men, and uh, um, they notice a change, and... uh, um, they decide to look and they find in the scriptures from the prophets of the God of Israel about something, uh, which is amazing just to think about too. Um, Thus, their journey becomes one of faith because now they put their faith in, uh, we found these writings by these prophets of this God. Uh, Let us follow this. And uh, uh, even after seeing the Christ child, they still have to make an act of faith. And um, Not only does the child appear to be ordinary, uh, but uh, his mother. uh, Matthew makes a note that they arrive, and uh, we think there's three, but Matthew doesn't say there's three. There's probably a whole caravan of them, and uh, they arrive to a house. That means it's not Christmas Eve anymore. That journey they were on didn't happen overnight. Uh, Now Mary is at a house somewhere. We don't know where. There's no mention of Joseph. What was Joseph doing? Where was he? Well, one of the theologians that I like a lot said the reason why Joseph wasn't there was because he was not the father, the biological father of Jesus. And I thought, oh, okay. That doesn't explain much, but okay. Uh, but uh, he went on deeper to say, uh, Matthew is pointing out, God is the father, Joseph is not, and he's probably out working somewhere. And I thought, oh, okay, that works for me. You know, I'm not gonna, I acknowledge people are much wiser than I am. And I'm like, okay, that works for me. Um, so when these wise men, are, are, they come and they see Mary, they see this baby that doesn't look like a king, right? Because they're searching for the king. And uh, uh, he's certainly not in the palace. They go to Herod, where he's a king. Herod doesn't seem to be interested at all. And... Uh, Yet Jesus is the king of kings, so these um, men have to make a leap of faith. Okay, here it is. And the ultimate secret was locked in the special revelation of God uh, given to Israel in the scriptures. And this is the crux of Matthew's story, the contrasting of the faith of the pagan visitors, the Gentiles, with the unbelief of the Jewish religious leaders of their time, even the civic leaders, too for that matter. In the Magi, we find the Gentiles have answered the call uh, to faith in Christ, uh, whereas the chosen people, the Israelites, have for the most part rejected it. And uh, in Matthew's highlight, uh, this, there is this paradox. Those who have the Scriptures reject Jesus. They should know better. While the Gentiles come uh, using nature, uh, but then with the help of that very same Scripture that the Hebrews have, they find the king. And uh, in the story, we understand the two main responses then to Jesus of Nazareth, Jesus the Christ, belief or unbelief. And uh, this is the essential gospel story, really, when we think about it. The good news is that God made himself present to us in this life uh, of uh, the one who walked with us on this earth, uh, the one foretold, the son of Mary, the son of God, His name is Jesus, the Christ, Jesus of Nazareth. This revelation was an offense and contradiction to many, but salvation, as the scriptures tell us, to those who have eyes to see and ears to hear and a heart open. The story shows us the great benefits then of faith. King Herod and many in Jerusalem are troubled, and they're troubled, from my opinion, because of their lack of faith. Their fear contrasts with the joy and the peace of the Magi's, the wise ones who came and they felt a total peace uh, coming upon the child and his mother. Their joy and peace is the fruit of their faith. Happiness and blessedness of those who believe runs throughout the Gospels, and although their journey of faith does not guarantee an easy one, nor does ours, it certainly guarantees a meaningful one. And one of the themes that runs throughout the Gospels is the blessedness of those who persevere uh, in the faith, who believe Jesus' preachings and actions as it uh, has at its aim to elicit faith in people's hearts. And uh, for us, it is not simply a matter of believing, but of believing and acting on the belief, disciples, living according to it in all things. It is a question of hearing the word and then doing. Magi did. And uh, unlike the Magi, we are not guided by the light of a star. Um, We are guided by the light of faith as found in Jesus Christ. And uh, he is the light of the world, the only light. And uh, may the lamp of faith never fail you and die then. And uh, may its light see us through this world until we reach the heavenly Jerusalem where we shall see him face to face. And then... And only then will we not need faith anymore, because then we will see him. and You will no longer need faith, but you will always have, as St. Paul says, love. We will see him in his glory as he is. And as uh, some of the prayers from our Roman, um, from our Mass says, then we shall be like him, meaning eternal because of him. And uh, and our joy will be complete. And Jesus says, "Of that joy, no one will take from you." And uh, Amen. We need that, huh, uh, my friends. Lorenzo, um, uh, um, as I said, um, in the midst of everything, I think about uh, for five hundred years before um, Jesus came, they had been waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting for Him. And then He came, and He came in the almost in the silence of the night, and uh, all of Jerusalem was just going about being busy, 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 and here the the Savior, the Redeemer of the world, is born, and no one seems the only thing that took notice were were these wise folks from other lands that came, and uh, they came into the country, and it troubled the people. Listen, they were troubled by it. What are you guys doing here? We're looking for the King. Oh, well, hey, over there, right, Herod? <laughs> no, and uh, but. The next morning, the stores opened and they were selling the chestnuts and everything else. <laughs> everything just went on as normal, and uh, um, interesting. It gave me a lot to think about uh, how we understand uh, God and how He works and operates. My friend Matthew is so clever and so much. She said they saw that the star it's rising, and they didn't see it again until they arrived at the location, so the star could them exactly where. So that means they walked by faith in between all that time. And uh, my friends, we do the same thing. And I was kind of making a point. Some things change, something happens. So I can imagine, well, Father, then what changed when Jesus came? You and I, our hearts, our minds. That's what changed. And then he said, now go and change the world until I come back. Let us go about doing that, making those changes for the good. Mercy, justice, forgiveness, love, compassion. These are the things that usher in this kingdom. And that he will find us waiting for him when he returns in glory. Not just waiting, but having prepared uh, indeed. I love you all. God loves you. And I'll see you when I return.